This holiday, whether you're making a Fred Meyer Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Fred Meyer has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Already? I'll be right there. It's happening. Take I-5 South. You are on the fastest route. Mom says, OMG, I'll let everyone know. You have arrived. Honey, I'm, I'm right here. She's doing great. We're almost there. She's perfect. Hey, baby girl. The whole world can't wait to meet you. Live larger with more coverage. Share your news, big and small, on AT&T, the network that now covers more than 99% of Oregonians. Visit your AT&T store to learn more. Coverage isn't available everywhere based on third-party data. Hey, it's Eric, and this is the Eric in the Morning podcast with Melissa and Whip, featuring highlights from our show on 101.9 FM, The Mix, WTMX Chicago. Ladies and gentlemen, at 5.53, (laughs) I give you a wondering man. Well, if you're a guy, you know there are urinals and there are stalls in a men's bathroom, right? Uh Uh-huh. So in our men's bathroom here, we have two urinals and then three stalls. Okay. Two urinals, which in the past did not even have a divider between them until the last couple of years. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. Right. Okay. I was well aware because of what the question because is going shame. to be. A, well, no. a word we call shame. shame. Yeah, pretty much shame, exactly. <laughs> a word we call so shame. So I felt like I would notice all the time with past management, not our current management, but past management on a pretty... How many fire to go? Several uh, fire to go? Or? Three or four fire to go, exactly. Okay. got it. I would notice that on a semi-regular basis, while mm. most people walk in if you're at one of the two urinals, mm. they want to avoid the awkwardness, and they'll go in a stall just to avoid the awkwardness of being an inch away bumping elbows while you're both peeing, Chatting. right? Like, like you would at a Cubs game. Right, exactly. But management types or people, guys in high positions, would invariably come and go to the urinal right next to you uh, and start chatting. Right. My question Talking is... Talking with, the, the, with right. the little people. Yes. Like Ex- we're one of you. While yes. you're peeing. While you're peeing. We're, we're with you. Yeah. We're a big team. My question is, is this a normal thing? Is this in a management handbook somewhere? Come in and assert your dominance by going to the urinal right next to one of your underlings and start chatting them up? Or is that just here, or is it just my imagination? So I guess the question would be, how many people have experienced something similar? All right, so you're going to the bathroom, and suddenly the president of your company decides that he or she right. is going to go to the bathroom right next to you. Yeah, and I don't know if there's a woman's equivalent, unfortunately, Probably to this. Probably a stall because, equivalent. Sure, I guess so, but you still have the stall-like privacy, privacy yeah. but yeah. Yeah, I see. I so, would say women in management don't pull that dominance Link in the bathroom. You, you feel that's a dominance thing? Like, yeah, it's what? an alpha totally. move. Is it an alpha totally. move? That's what I was wondering, and I'm, I'm wondering if it's not in some secret manager handbook that the rest See, of us have never seen. And I don't think it's an alpha move at all. Really? No, I think it's a. 
it's a it's a move of camaraderie. Like I'm while a, you're peeing. Well, no, it's like it's a I'm an outcast because I'm in management and nobody talks to me. <laughs> so they're lonely, right? So I'm going to show. Hey, I'm one of the guys. Okay. Hey, look, we're both doing the same yeah, thing. I think yeah, I think I'm no different than you. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm one of the guys. I'm one of the guys. But I'm going to see you Friday and uh, bring your headphones. You know, like one of those kind of things. Could be. I'm going with the alpha thing. That was well, my wait, what's instinct. What's the question? Well, like, well, how can it be the alpha thing? Like they're just going to walk because walking up makes them go. Now you're much smaller than me because <laughs> yeah. I looked over and I know. Well, because a normal oh. person would go to the stall and then the the president's like, I'm not going to shy away. I'm going to stand right uh, next to you, uh-huh. make you a little nervous. Yeah, I think it's like an alpha thing in that they're like, like I'm, no, I'm, I'm not afraid of you. Yeah. Or I can get in your purse. It's a fear thing. Well, <laughs> I think it's more like I can yeah. get so in. I tell you, I walk in yeah. there and we've got three three stalls and two urinals. If there's anybody in any of them, I don't even go in there. Right. And I think, I think that's, a, that's pretty normal. I will, I will walk in, look around and go, yeah, there's somebody and leave. Yeah. I'm like, I don't have to go that bad like and stall. I think that's well, pretty maybe normal. Maybe you don't right. have something to right. prove. I'll just go over to the Fairmont. That's, you know, and I got it solved. So uh-huh. I think that. Yeah, so what is your question? The question all is, do I other people. I apologize to you, 530 yeah. Club members. Now you've seen. This I, is, lo- I this gave is him, a long, yeah. in-depth one. I, I gave no. him free reign. Yeah, do other people experience a similar phenomenon with bosses at their company, particularly right. male bosses? And I'm keeping it to the bathroom, but you could probably uh, extend it to other places. Like, like, the, like the lunch like table. Like the water fountain or the kitchen or the coffee machine or anything. All right, so if you're sitting at the lunch table and the boss comes and sits down next yeah. to you at the lunch table, you would view that as an act of dominance, yeah. not an act of camaraderie? I think it's them saying, I know you enjoy your personal space, but this whole place is my space. And you're oh gonna, my God, I yeah. think you really do need to get on medication. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> if you think a boss sitting down next to you at the lunch table is to make you feel bad. Maybe it depends on the boss. you really boss. believe that? Well, the, bath- oh. the bathroom thing, I believe. So you think the boss peeing next to you is designed to minimize you and make you feel bad? I just because I don't, there's a wiener involved. Maybe there's a two wieners involved. Why, hopefully, no, why? 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 I don't know. Why do you? Because that's how you men are, why? right? It's what literally that, a what does that mean? Blanking <laughs> contest. Right? Yeah. All right. Uh, 312-591-6800. Again, not a hundred percent certain what the question is really. Do you experience but, something similar in but, your uh, workplace where your boss comes but, in and is uh, like, "Hey, Charlie, how's the pee going?" That kind of thing. You'd like to get involved, or maybe you'd like to just call and talk about Lady Gaga. 312 or 312-233-1019. It's the mix. This email from Mike. Hey, Eric, 530 Club member. Uh, I decided to just hit the snooze button. Let me know when the show starts. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> okay. That's a pretty good line. Oh, sleep easy, Mike. No problem. That's a pretty good line. I get it. I'm with him. A good line. Uh, hey, Red. Hey. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you, man? Uh, good. Uh, we're following up on this morning's Hey, I Was Wondering, which I'm not 100% certain what it is, but I think you have an answer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, we have one urinal at my workspace, and my assistant manager one day decides to come in as I'm using it and stand right over my left shoulder really? and decide to have a conversation with me. Standing in line. Yeah. There you yeah. go. The now assistant that, manager. Now that's, uh, would you view an act of dominance or an act of uh, misguided camaraderie? I think misguided camaraderie. Yeah. I kind oh, of, you think so, huh? I'm kind of along that line, too. But Although I think that if there's only one, the standing in line thing is too much. Yeah, but he wasn't standing in line. Right. He was, like, basically in your on face. my shoulder. Right, yeah. right. You only, you only really stand in line at a Bears game or so whatever. Right. Yeah. Is yeah. it okay you don't to... stand in line at work. That's bad. It's is it normal for you guys, though, to actually then make a conversation during that? 
like an is that normal or do you guys try to ignore each other? Well, it it almost feels more abnormal to ignore each other because you're a foot apart pretending that the other person isn't there. Yeah, it's awkward as so it's always conversation like, man, can you believe that rain today? Okay. That was terrible. Oh, well, wow. that drive-in okay. was rough, wasn't it? Playoffs, man. What? It's like oh, that man, kind of I stuff. I hate that. Okay. The most awkward. And yeah, you are there's, captive. There's you cannot, until you're no done, value. I mean, it's the worst. Right. Yeah. Would, would, it be, would it feel weird, then, if you weren't saying anything? We, when are we going to stop this? I don't know. This is fascinating. <laughs> no, it's not. It's it is, actually. Fascinating. I don't no. understand you no. guys. Yeah. For girls, it is, because we don't do that. Yeah. See? Well, you, you're, you're the lucky ones, then. Oh, don't. Oh, Swanee's putting on his coat and leaving. <laughs> don't leave. Don't stop. Look, look, I swear that's it. I'll stop her. I swear. All right. Uh, top three things you're dreaming about. 312-591-6800. Talked about dreaming about wine. Jim, you're dreaming about what? Wedding planning nightmares. Wedding planning nightmares. And are you in the midst of them, hence the dreams? Yes. Yes, we are. Uh, when are you getting married? Uh, September. Oh, oh my It'll God. It'll be here before you know it. Yeah, that's the phrase they say. Uh, it'll be here in September. Uh, you've been dreaming about what, Amy? I dreamt about an injured kitten that was being terrorized by an invisible spirit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> an injured one. kitten terrorized by an invisible spirit? Yes, I was trying to save this kitten that was injured, and this spirit came and grabbed it and like, threw it against the wall. And, like, that sounds like Japanese it. anime to me. <laughs> You know, like all those like uh, different little Japanese anime. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's what it sounds like. Oh my God, it's it's not even fair because it's an affair. Hey, Julie, you're dreaming about what? Oh, my husband having an affair this morning, right before I woke up. I woke up and I was like, he did, he did, he had an affair. It was so vivid. Uh-huh. I came home and there was an answering machine, a message on the answering machine about her apologizing for how. She cooked his fish for dinner. Ah, poorly <laughs> cooked weird. fish did him in. Yeah. Oh, I was so And are you currently fought. mad at him for your fake dream or your I actual dream? I couldn't say anything. We, yeah. you know, I saw That's him fair. and he was getting ready and I, I just passed him. I couldn't right. even look at him. Scowled at him. Yeah. How dare you? You and your undercooked fish. Uh, number three, <laughs> Kathy, dreaming about. So I got to work and my boss told me that we had to pack up our office because the table, the coating and the cables in the ceiling was falling, uh-huh. and we had to pack everything up. So I helped my son's 19-year-old friend, who apparently worked with us, pack up his desk, and he had, like, Nintendo oh. games, and he had all yeah. these old cassette tapes of, like, uh-huh. Don Henley and Huey Lewis. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> no James Yeah. Right. No I thought Don gonna... Henley is? No. Oh, all right, good. Oh, no. <laughs> but I thought that was going to take a different turn yeah. with the son's uh, friend. Nah, they're fine. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're, 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 you're very good with mind. You know where your mind is. <laughs> I didn't know At where number two, Sean, you're dreaming about what? Oh, I had guests over for dinner, and I was making Dollar Tree burritos. They kept blowing up in the microwave. Oh, no. <laughs> Everybody knows where the blow-up happens when you have Dollar Tree burritos, and it is not the microwave. <laughs> Thank you. And then finally, in at number one, you're dreaming about what, Jennifer? I was dreaming about monkeys coming into... Um, coming into the bedroom and attacking my dog in the this is so stupid. Wait, hold on. Attacking my dog and me and my better half is sleeping and not having any not helping me at all whatsoever. So I'm Your better half off. was not helping you while you were being attacked by monkeys coming into your bedroom through your window. Exactly. Through the window, through the door. It was it was insane. They were not helping at all. I know. And I tried to protect my dog myself. It's a terrifying dream. I know. I know. Hang it off the, the 
the sure. ceiling fan. Swinging, <laughs> eating bananas, throwing them at you. Oh, uh, everything. Yeah. Angry monkeys. Over. Throwing yeah. that another side. Uh, what do you, if, you were, if you were to psychoanalyze yourself, what do you think all that means? Yeah, what's going on in your life? <laughs> I think it was so stupid. Um, so I, I was up, obviously, and then I looked it up, and it's supposed to be backstabbing. Ah, at work, ah. and sure enough, I'm not kidding. I can't make this up, but sure enough, later on that week, because I had planned to choose professional development for the district, uh-huh. and I found out that the two people uh, with whom I was working were canceling different presenters, saying the training isn't ah. happening, and they were actually backstabbing me. So ah, I guess I'm being the monkeys don't lie. It was insane. No, and your subconscious is picking up on something. The monkeys don't lie. Trust the monkey. Kids who draw pictures of themselves see several benefits in life. I shared that headline, and Melissa said, "Oh, I don't know. I've got a, I've got a gifted child. Um, what? My child likes to draw pictures of himself oh with gosh. a big smile. Get out of here. There's a tree there and a home with an apple pie in the window. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> you were listening to oh your car going. Well, that's not what my kid draws. <laughs> I, I, I was waiting for it. Hey, Joe, what's your kid like to draw? Hey, Joe. Oh, we lost Joe. No! Oh, that was no. going to be gold. Uh, oh, Joe, call back. Uh, hey, Kate. Yeah? What's your kid like to draw? He draws flowcharts of Minecraft potions he wants to make. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Minecraft. He actually yeah. might turn out to be a, a pretty successful kid. Game yeah. designer. Yeah. yeah. He has game design written in his brain right now. Hey, uh, Rose, it's not the... A smiling face with an apple pie in the window of their house drawing. Uh, your kid likes to draw what? Hi, My Rose. daughter. Hello? Hi. My daughter used to draw jellyfish. Like thousands of jellyfish. Thousands yeah. and thousands of jellyfish. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> One she, after the other. Did she want to be a marine biologist? <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't know what the deal was. Yeah, very it was strange. Just lots of jellyfish. Yeah. Yeah, finally. Ah, your kid doesn't like to draw a cool house with an apple pie in the window, Jeanette. They like to draw what? He likes to draw dinosaurs and horses that are anatomically correct. <laughs> Meaning they have... I, I was like looking with my husband, I'm like, what is that? I go, he said, what, what is that? He goes, that's his penis. Ah. <laughs> okay. Well, they like to draw dinosaur penises. <laughs> yeah. Well... That ain't no apple pie in the window. <laughs> no, it's not. Why some men need to go to the bathroom completely naked. It's a new thing. They've even studied it. Psychologist Dr. Stoffer Cruz says uh, thousands and thousands of men are admitting to uh, this strange habit on social media. They have to do this uh, while at work, even at a friend's house. Like if you're at a party, okay. go into the friend's bathroom, take all your clothes off, go to the bathroom, put all your clothes back on. Okay. Look at this. Watch it. More power to you. Hang on, everybody. When it gets all these, this is fascinating to me. Hi, Wendy. Hi. Hi. Uh, is this hit a little close to home? Yes. Uh, my ten-year-old son would uh, take off all his clothes when he does his number two. Uh-huh. So sometimes people leave this door open, uh-huh. you can see everything. Right. All the clothes are off. Everything. <laughs> Thank you. Huh. Where did the woman go? Call back, Diane. I was coming to you next. I had to hear that. She said her husband's been doing it their entire relationship, takes everything off, including his wedding ring. Wow. I have to hear that. No kidding. Diane. Oh, my gosh. Hi, Michelle. 
Hey there, how are you? Uh, good. Uh, hit a little close to home this topic? Well, not me personally, but I have a daughter who's a senior in college, and it's so funny you brought this up because just this semester she was going to her first day of classes, had to go to the bathroom before one of her classes, went down to the basement. Um, it was a unisex bathroom. There were two stalls, and she walked into one, walked in on a guy in his 50s, totally nude, oh no God. clothes on. Oh, my God. And it probably no. called the campus cops, and he's doing time. Oh, my God. The only thing he had on were his snow boots with a pile of clothes <laughs> next to him. Oh, no. Oh I just God. don't understand unisex bathrooms. I just don't get it. I know. Weird. You don't get the privacy you want. You think you could walk into a stall next to me? Because I couldn't operate in a stall next to you. Absolutely no. not. Couldn't no do it. No way. All right. Oh, she called back. Thanks, Diane. Hi. Hi. Uh, it's your husband? It's my husband. This is a condition he has, and uh, how far does he go with this? He goes as far as to take everything, including his wedding ring off. Sets it neatly on the counter? That's it neatly on the counter, has left it at friends' homes so they know that he is going to the bathroom and takes everything off. Like they say in this story, even when you're at friends' houses, he does this. Even when you're at friends' house, he's been doing it for years. You ever ask him why? Um, he really doesn't have a good explanation. He just says it makes him concentrate better. <laughs> you need that. No restrictions. That's a good enough answer for me. Yeah. It's a concentration thing, okay? All right, good enough for me. Take his word for it. Well, I might argue with that. Hey, Sydney. Hey. Finally, we found someone who does this. You do this? <laughs> I do, yeah. Remove them um, all. All the clothes come I- off. Yep, they go in a big pile. Um, yeah, it just feels like a more complete process. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> if you could believe that. So. You do this at work? Well, sorry? You do this at work as well? Uh, no, de- no, 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 not at, not at work. I've um, definitely contemplated it. Um, <laughs> but it's, <laughs> uh, it's really only at home that it's, that it's the full process. So, yeah. There's a... There's a certain mental satisfaction that the task has been completed to its exactly. full efficiency. Yeah, so you get me. Yeah. 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 I'm thinking about trying it. You've convinced me. Maybe you're onto something. Maybe we're the crazy people. You know, something yesterday happened that uh, kind of caught me. Speaking of jobs. Hi, Meldy. Hello. A social media director, Meldy, who handles all of our uh, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. What else? Uh, a lot. You could text us. If you're listening on the app, I could see you there. Okay. Pretty much anywhere you uh, want to talk to us, I will see you. Perfect. Enjoy your job? I love it love so it. much. Yeah, good, good. You're very good at it. Thank you. Unlike that other job. <laughs> My job before here? So yesterday, Mel D's telling the story in the studio. Oh, she's, oh. Like, <laughs> she's like, you know, I I used to work at yeah. Hot Belly. Yeah. And, <laughs> and what was the problem okay. that caused you to not be maybe the ideal employee for Potbelly? So I, I loved working at Potbelly. It was a great job. Everyone uh, there was so nice. Sure, yeah, yeah. But when you first, <laughs> <laughs> when you first start at Potbelly, um, there's, if you've ever been into a Potbelly, there's a long counter. So you yeah. have three separate stations. You sure. have a loading station, a dressing station, and then you have the cash register, the mm-hmm. end. So when you're a newbie, is they... That, s- is that the pecking order? That is just like, a general order. Like, what's what's the one you want to be? What's what's the one everybody aspires to? 
Cash register. Is your favorite yeah, spot. Yeah, cash because they trust you with the money. Gotcha. Oh. Okay, anyway, so, go ahead. Um, they start the newbies out at the loading station, which is the first station. So when you first come, you're like, hey, welcome to Pop Bellies. Um, and then you make a sandwich. Is that how you say it? Yeah, like, hey, welcome to Pop Bellies. All right, so you say that to me, and I go, I'll, I'll have the wreck. Yeah. Okay, and then So what? then I make the sandwich, and then say you wanted, like, a chocolate shake or a cup of broccoli cheddar. <laughs> right. You would have to yell down to the cash register on the other side what that person wanted. So, like, when I started, I was kind of shy, so I didn't want to yell. So, they're, so you, you know, someone would be like, can I have a chocolate shake? And you have to turn and be like, chocolate shake! And you have to yell it down to the down other end, because that's, like, their hook. Scared yeah. it's like, yeah. it now. You, you look even uncomfortable now doing it. Uh, yeah. Well, the worst was if, so you could, we also had big pickles at yeah. Potbelly's, and, uh, you know, big if you wanted a big pickle, you'd be like, who doesn't? Big pickle, and then you're like, <laughs> how would you yell it again? <laughs> big pickle. Got it. So, um, but was yeah. there a problem? The people at the other end were like, huh? Yeah. Oh, what? yeah. When it was crowded, they'd be like, what? And I'd be like, cup of Brock. Uh-huh. Cup of Brock. Did you say pickle? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a pickle? <laughs> so you're screaming back and screaming, forth at each other. Screaming. Just like looking at the person like, cup of yeah. Brock. Get what I'm saying, man. So um, it became an issue for you because you're not, from a personality standpoint, a natural yeller or screamer. Right, and like especially when you're new, you just want to, you know, go with the flow and fit sure. in and get right. the vibe for everything. So, you know, I was kind of scared. You know, you're like a little nervous to just yell that loud. And yeah. Like, How so long did it take you to t- get used to it? Um, I feel like maybe like a few weeks in. If it, if nobody was there, I would just go make it myself. I'd be like, you got a chocolate shake? I'm gonna walk you down. And we're gonna make a chocolate shake together. All right. So, <laughs> that story being told, I it's thought about you. it yesterday, and it got me thinking, 312-591-6800 or 312-233-1019, what job did you have that admittedly you weren't very good at? Even you'll go, listen, I, this is my job, and I was, I was fair at best at this job. I was employee of the month for a month at Pop Bellies. <laughs> of course, Bellies. You, were. Of course you were. But that was after you it were moved after, off the yelling yeah. spot. After. Yeah, when they moved you away from the yelling position, yeah. that's when you started to really hit your stride. Exactly. Gotcha. 312-591-6800 or 312-233-1019. What job did you have that admittedly you weren't very good at? What was it? Like Mel D. Did not handle the yelling at Pop Bellies very well. Not really suited or ideal for that position. Mm-mm. What was yours? 312. And maybe you're in it right now. 312-591-6800 or 312-233-1019. Like you're a math teacher, but not real great at math. <laughs> Admittedly, you're like, I kind of have to look a lot of stuff up. <laughs> the Eric in the Morning with Melissa and Whip podcast. Downloadable every weekday. This is 101.9 FM, The Mix, on the web at WTMX.com and via podcast. Hey, it's Eric, and this is the Eric in the Morning Podcast with Melissa and Whip, featuring highlights from our show on 101.9 FM, The Mix, WTMX Chicago. 312. 591-6800 591-6800-312-233-1019. Yeah, so Mel D, before seeking fame and fortune in the social media world here as our social media director, mm-hmm. used to work in Podbellies. And admittedly, it, it started a little rough because she was in, in the load position. That's what they call it. That's not like me 
being derogatory a load. That's, how <laughs> That's what they called it, right? Yeah, the loading station. Right, and I, I say I want to shake, and then she has to yell all the way to the other end of Pop Bellies. We've all been there. We know the drill. He yelled yeah. to the other end, uh, chocolate shake, and the other one's like, God, Dad! Uh, Mel D, not a big yeller. Mm-mm. So she would yell, and then they couldn't understand her. So then she would text them, but they didn't have their <laughs> phone on them. Or I'll so just do it myself. She would ask the person, can you just tell them that when you get down there? <laughs> the whole system had a breakdown. Yeah. 312-591-6800. Admittedly, the job you had that you weren't very good at. What was it, Michelle? A coat check. Coat check. Bad at coat check. How'd you screw that up? I gave away the wrong coat. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a, a deal breaker. <laughs> uh, just pick one. <laughs> I don't know which one's yours. I lost all the numbers. Just grab one that looks like uh, something close and give me $2. Yeah. All right. The job you had that admittedly you weren't very good at, Michael. Yeah, serving ice cream at the creamery. Oh, well, how oh did you... I used to work at the creamery, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> you probably worked together. Uh, what were you bad at? Maybe we can find out if Melody was good at it. The owner was insisting that I was giving away too much ice cream at first scoop. Uh-huh. So they ended up starting to weigh out my cone before I gave them to the customers. And if it was too much, I would have to throw it away right there in front of them. Right. Make a whole so they wanted cone. to humiliate you yeah. in front of the customer because you're giving too much ice cream, which then makes the customer feel bad because they're buying something and they're seeing you scrape away ice cream because they're well, not going to get what they think they're going to get. And then they're wasting it anyway. Exactly. Yeah. You're wasting more. Does that sound familiar? Yes. Um, my manager yelled at me one time, too, because she'd be like, here's a small. And then she'd be like, here's your small. And my small just had so much more ice cream oh, on it. Oh, man. Everybody, everybody wants the person that gives them too much out. small. Uh, hey, Kev. Yeah, guess your weight person at the amusement park. You you were the guess your weight person? Yeah. You were terrible it at those it? Jobs, well, if you were really good at it, that wasn't necessarily a good thing because the bigger people got kind of upset with you. Right. Oh. Like, you always wanted to kind of go 20 pounds under what you really thought they weighed. All right. Oh. So you would be at the carnival and somebody would come up and you'd be like, nah, I don't know, 210, and they're like 140? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. No. You go low. Yeah. You want? They want you to go low. Uh, yeah, they want you to, but yeah. if you're bad at it, you're right. going to go the other way. Right, right. And then you're going to offend everybody. Man, admittedly, you were bad at your job, Annie. Um, good morning. I sold fire extinguishers as a telemarketer, but I really never sold any because I would only talk to the people. (laughs) (laughs) About other stuff? Life. We would, we would talk about, you know, how many kids they had or what was going on in my life. And it was hilarious because I never would talk about your life to them. (laughs) And then I would, um, then I got fired after about two weeks. Right. Right. But you were so friendly. Can I ask you a question? What do you think I should do about my relationship with my sister? And they're on the other end going, you know what, at this point, I'll just buy the fire extinguisher just to get off the phone. No, no one ever said that. Oh, man. Yeah. Tough job. Makes morning mind bender. 312-591-6800. In a new survey, millennials, 30% of them, in fact, think they have a better chance of dating a celebrity than what? It seems we all aspire to... Accomplishing this at some point in our lives. Many, many, many do. Some don't. What would that be? Better chance of dating a celeb than doing what, Gene? Owning your own home. Exactly right. You have a better chance of dating a celebrity than owning a home. <laughs> hmm. You feel that way, Violetta? Um, 
Uh, no, I don't think so, but I could see some. I could see millennials thinking that. All right. I think, um, you know, it's you got to like pay those student loans. Those aren't a joke. Ah, so you got to ah, you got to work on like you know your credit score. There's ah, a lot yeah. of steps. Yeah, Whereas like a celebrity, them. they just DM you one day. Next thing you know, you're <laughs> naked with them. Well, yeah. no, but you could be. Okay, I'm going to give you a couple of things uh, that millennials say they'd be willing to do in exchange for owning a home. Okay. <laughs> Uh, one in four would actually go to jail for a week if it meant they could own their dream home. Uh, would you do that, Meldy? Totally. You go to jail for oh, a yeah. week. Oh, yeah. Well, you'd be a lot of- for how long? A week. Uh, no, I'm, I can't go to jail. <laughs> you can't go to jail. Bad things happen there. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, how about uh, 29% would give up their iPhone forever in order to own a home? Meldy. No. Um... No. Uh, I didn't think so. Uh, 47%. 47%. This one's going to hit close to home, Melody. Would never post on Instagram again in order to own their own home. Given the option. You can own your own home, but you can never post on Instagram again. Half said, okay, that's a deal. You know what? I'd be okay with not posting again if I could post on another site. Oh, my God. <laughs> be a lot of- Instagram's my favorite, but I'll give it up for a yeah. home. 16%. Would give up sex for five years in order to own their own home. I'm trying to think. Um, <laughs> five I years. You were struggling. Five years. Let's see. Well, sixteen percent said yes. I'd rather have a home. It just doesn't seem healthy. Owning a home or giving it up for five years. <laughs> um, that's a long time. Uh, how about ten years? Okay, that's more time. Yeah, thirteen percent said they would give it up for ten years. 23% say they would agree to go to Firefest all over again if they could own their own home. <laughs> You've been seeing that story oh on Netflix? Gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that is a great story. Isn't that kind of documentary? Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, dating a celebrity, you have a better chance than owning a home. That's what uh, many millennials think. Speaking of celebrities, too, something came up yesterday that I, I found kind of interesting. You know, earlier this morning when we were talking about what was trending on Twitter and you brought up the... Uh, Kylie Jenner story yeah. and the entire Kardashian clan. So yesterday, uh, off the air around here, out of nowhere, uh, Violetta says to me, you know, uh, Kim Kardashian taught me how to make my nose look smaller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, it was actually Kylie. But, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Kylie? I thought it was Kim. No, it was Kylie. So the, so this fits in nicely because she was the, the topic no, of today's No, it wasn't Ky- Kylie. That was, oh yeah, well, Kylie. who the hell was it? <laughs> <laughs> No, you're right, you're right, you're right. So Kylie has all the cosmetics, Kylie Uh, Cosmetics. Right. And she showed me, do you want me to explain it? Briefly. Okay, well, (laughs) she showed me if you take the concealer that you put underneath your eyes to brighten up, if you add it to the Uh sides of your nostrils from the top down, um, and then blend it into your face, it makes your nose look thinner. So Kylie Jenner taught you how to make your nose look thinner. Yeah, and and I really, really appreciate it because... You see know. this on YouTube, on one uh, of her shows. I think I saw it on Instagram. Instagram. On her story, yeah. Uh, 312-591-6800 or 312-233-1019. I was just thinking about this. How about we do, here's what a celebrity taught me. <laughs> Has anybody else got any kind of story in your life where a celebrity taught you something? Okay. You saw it on their Instagram page, mm-hmm. maybe on YouTube. There was a show they were on, whatever it might be. Yeah. What does celebrity teach you? I was skeptical of my own idea. I thought, you know what? This kind of strikes me as an interesting angle. I'm going to throw it out, and this is going to go nowhere. A celebrity once taught me something. I was wrong. Can't stop the calls from coming in.
right. I had no clue. Right. I had no clue we were learning this much from celebrities. Okay. Right. Like how to make our nose look thinner. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Thank you, Kylie Jenner. Thank Seriously. you for being who you are. I never thought I'd say that. Mm-hmm. All right. 312-591-6800. Hi, Jill. Hi. Good morning. Hi. A celebrity taught you. Yes. Cheryl Crow, many, many years ago in an interview, um, said to only grab a few squares of toilet paper when you're in the bathroom instead of grabbing handfuls. And I think about it every single time I go to the bathroom. Look at that. Cheryl Crow <laughs> taught you proper bathroom toilet paper etiquette. Save the trees. All right. Okay. A celebrity taught me, Suzanne. Hi, guys. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Um Jennifer Aniston, casual elegance, the way she dresses. Jennifer Aniston, casual elegance is what she taught you. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, you're just pulled off your sweater as though you're Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> well, I'm wearing a white tee. That's a standard Jennifer. That's like her Jennifer Aniston uniform. And mm-hmm. it's like really soft, but it still looks simple but nice. Uh-huh. Like she doesn't Jennifer. overdo it with jewelry or anything like go. that. Casual elegance as taught by Jennifer Aniston. Julia. Hey, guys. A um, celebrity so, taught you? So I designed Steve Harvey's house a couple years back, and I tried to open the door for him to go first. And he said, I need to give you a little advice. Um, always let a guy go before you in a revolving door so he does the work. Uh-huh. Have him walk behind you going up the stairs in case you fall and walk in front of you going down the stairs in case you trip. Ah, uh, see? Words of advice from Steve Harvey. I love it. Does him. he have a big home? He was just renting in Chicago, but it was beautiful when he was here. Was it very elegant? It was. It was. Uh-huh. Were there family feud pictures all over the wall? <laughs> there were some family feud pictures. Uh, of course. <laughs> there you go. Steve, yeah, a lot of people don't uh, realize that, that a man does go first through the revolving door. Mm-hmm. I think I knew I that. that. Yeah. Yeah. A celebrity taught me. What, Margaret? Hi, I learned how to fold a fitted sheet from Martha Stewart. Really? I still don't know how to do that. I should call no, them. They're hard, hard to do, even when you watch yeah. somebody teaching you how yeah. to do it. I just ball them up and hope somebody else will do it. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, a celebrity taught me. Ben? Yep. Eric Ferguson taught me to uh, tuck my undershirt into my underpants. When? Uh, you said that on the radio probably four or five years ago. I've been wearing dress clothes to work for 12 years. It was like a light bulb went off. Ah. <laughs> Is that really what you do? I don't remember that. Tuck them into your underpants? I don't remember saying that. It sounds like an accident. Your, your dad taught you that. And my dad did teach me that. Yeah. I Okay, now I think I do remember that. Not your dress shirt. Right. Like if you wear an undershirt under your dress shirt. I hear ya. you. You tuck that underneath because it keeps things tight. So you don't get that shirt all, you know, all bunchy. all bunchy at the waist when right. it starts to come loose. I remember you saying that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like in your underpants would make it feel... Bunchy. No, no, it keeps everything tight. Am I am I right, Ben? Hundred percent right. Yeah, you look like a lean, mean, well dressed machine. Mm. Uh, I think. I, I, yeah, I think I remember that. I like- Not your regular shirt. No, I get. I got gotcha. you. Because a lot of times guys won't wear like an undershirt under their dress shirt, which is right. a bad move. Right. No, I always do that. Because then when you sweat, right, and you get the you pit out. Yeah, it's bad. Not the worst of a guy in a dress shirt all pitted out. No doubt. <laughs> I always just tuck it into my regular pants, but not into my underpants. So I'm halfway there. I so always tuck it into is, that. So then you got two layers of shirt there that start to bunch up, and when you shift and move, you get like, it all just kind of hangs gross. 
at your waist. It's like you wouldn't think your it underwear just punches could up. hold everything in there as much as you would want it to. But your it waistband like can. It can, can, huh? Yeah. Okay. It all right. keeps it all tight, and then you put your other shirt, and it, does, it almost is like it stays in place. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You stay trim. All right. You should try it. Okay. I think I learned that somewhere like on uh, a show. <laughs> I don't know where I learned that. That your dad was hosting? Yeah. No, my dad brought it up once, and okay. then I saw it somewhere once. Okay. Because my uh, dad would wear suits to work every yeah, day. Right, right. Uh, yeah. I, if, I, if I wore suits to work and stuff like that, I might employ it. But I only wear the dress shirt once in a while. I'll stick oh, there to, you go. I'll stick to my guns. Do you wear the undershirt underneath your dress shirt? Always. And just tuck it into my pants all the time. Right. Like, I see guys with two or three shirts hanging yeah. out. I never do that. But uh, yeah. the and underwear is a step in, too far. Should have never done it, Ashley. Oop, did you yeah, give up on me? So- Hi. Hello? Hi. Oh, sorry. Um, so my husband and I tried to paint our countertops with special paint, and not only did it chip and come out horrible, but it got recalled because it had lead in it. Ah, there you go. Nothing like filling your kitchen oh, with some extra lead. No. Oh, no. That's Breathe it in. Breathe oh, it in. God, that's awful. Don't eat the chips. Should have never done it, Teresa. Yes, I uh, I decided to redo my baseboards in my house, and I took them down, sanded them, and started refinishing them, and they turned out to be two different colors, and <laughs> the thing got everywhere, and uh, they started to bend, so I couldn't even reuse them and put them back on the wall. This is why I call people. Yeah, that's true. Because this is going to happen to me. Mm. I, I am unskilled. There is skilled labor and unskilled labor. I am unskilled. It's ge- I'm a, I have a genetic deficiency. <laughs> hey, Rich. Yeah. They say the okay. worst thing that people uh, do or regret the most is flooring. Yeah. Um, many, many years ago, my wife at the time and I moved into a house and it had orange carpet. Sweet. And, and, and I didn't have a problem with it, but she wanted to rip it up. So we ripped it up. And then it had hardwood floors, and we're like, let's just varnish the floors. Oh, yeah. So I, re- I rented one of those floor sanders, um, <laughs> and first of all, it sounded like a police car was in the house. <laughs> That's how loud it was. Right. And and when we were done, it was one of those floor sanders that turns, it goes in circles. Right. And when we were done uh, sanding, it, it looked like... It, it, like it, another one circles all over your floor. <laughs> Everything's uneven. Yeah, I was gonna say because yeah. if yeah, you have they to move down it at too the same deep in one pace. spot. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah it won't be flat. But do not mess it's with tough. floors. Leave it to the pros. New study says having realistic goals will help you lead a better life. Too many people make goals in life that if you look at yourself in the mirror and you're honest, you say it's never gonna happen. There's no way. No way it's gonna happen. I can't even dream it. So he said, "Oh yeah." Text us, 60123, your unrealistic goal in life. Something you always dreamed, something you always hoped, something you always wanted, and you know damn well it's not going to happen. What is it? All right, I got the finalists here, and we're going to talk to our champion in just a second. Among those making the finals. Make it to the NHL and play for the Blackhawks. Never going to happen. That one, that one insurance salesman or whatever from, remember that guy? He, oh, he, was, he the, was the emergency was the goalie. goalie who yeah. actually got in there. Yeah, yeah. I guess it did kind of happen for him. That's a one in a million, but still. I told you, my buddy's a hockey coach, and I said to him once, I go, listen, honestly, I paid you to train me, and I, and I train eight hours a day, every day, 
for the next five years. I never missed. I worked my ass off for eight hours a day. Could I make the NHL? He's like, no chance whatsoever. <laughs> no. It's got to be zero. It's got to be a floor. None. A floor of it serious will never happen. hockey talent yeah. before all, right. all the work. Okay. Uh, others that make it open my own aquatic facility never happen. Marry one of the Hemsworth brothers. Give up sugar. Be best friends with Taylor Swift. Lose 100 pounds so my boss can leave his hot wife for me. Oh. Learn how to do a backflip. I'd really like to be able to do that, too. No, You would? I would. On a trampoline? I think I could do it there. Off of a boat? I, I could do it there, but I would injure myself. Okay. And likely drown. It's that whole you side might of the boat problem. You yourself doing it on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm currently an airline pilot. I'd give anything to be a pilot for the Detroit Red Wings team plane. You don't want that job. Really? Unrealistic goal. I want to be friends with Joe Madden. Not in a creepy way. I just want to have a couple beers with him now and then and shoot the S. You know, just buddies. Hmm. My unrealistic goal is to be rich enough to have those walk-in spa showers with heated floors, double shower heads, side jets, the whole works. Ooh, nice. I want to date Melissa and have her be like Kate Beckinsale is to Pete Davidson. I'm 22. We can maybe make that happen. Oh, Our runner-up is, I want to do a full Ironman in my 40s. I'm going to be 37 this year, and I haven't completed a 5K yet. Who would want to do that? It's not going to (laughs) happen. And finally, your unrealistic goal. It's a goal, but it's never going to happen. Ellie, what is it? I am determined to ride as a passenger in Jerry Taft's Uber. Uh Oh, yeah. Good one. Former uh, Chicago weatherman Jerry Taft now driving an Uber down in Naples, Florida, right? Yes. Uh, do you have any... I'm about to book a trip down there just to request Ubers until I get him. That's a good plan. That's for that purpose. Man, if that happens, you have to take a video and, and you show You know what? Us. I'm I'm actually going to be in Naples in a couple of weekends. I think I might try to do that, too. Yeah. Is there any way you can request a specific Uber driver? No, I've tried. I've asked. Really? I think you maybe you can with Lyft. Somehow they can set it up so that you can have, like, maybe the same person at least come back and pick you up or right. something like that. Huh. All right. Uh, will you, uh, when are you going down to Naples? I'm going down in mid-March. Okay. Will you get back to us and let us know if you got in Jerry's Uber? Yes. All right. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Army Hammer, you know who he is. It's not the stuff you put in your refrigerator. It's an actual, uh, it's an actual actor. Army Hammer mm-hmm. is rumored to be the new Batman. He claims no one has checked his availability yet, but the rumors in Hollywood say he's going to be the next one tapped to be Batman now that they realize Ben Affleck was a bad move on that. Okay. Gwyneth Paltrow reveals that her husband, Brad Falchuk, referenced Shakespeare in love in his wedding vows. Like he used a line. From her movie? Oh, God. Yeah. Aw. Yet another reason to dislike her. <laughs> you just keep stacking them up. That's pretty funny. Stacking them up. Meghan Markle, you know, she's in New York for her... uh, Baby shower. Thank you. She stepped out with good friend Serena Williams for a night on the town last night after the baby shower. Her and Serena. Mm Mm-hmm, they're buds. Out partying it up. Serena's got one kid, two, one. I think just one. Out there in New York City. Hopefully they stayed away from all ATMs in New York City. They are disgusting. New York City ATMs are the most germ-ridden, disgusting things on the planet per a new study. Everything else is clean compared to a New York City ATM. Well, haven't you even thought about that anytime you press the buttons on any ATM that you I go don't. to? I, I, I honestly have never knuckle. thought about it. I use my knuckle. You think about it, Whip? No. I don't really think. I, you know what? Maybe I'm just wired differently. I don't ever think about germs. 
No? No. Well, I think because it's like, if you think about it, they're just everywhere, and you'd yeah. have to not touch anything or That's breathe. That's kind of how I feel. Uh, otherwise, you know, you, so it's, so it's got to be a very small percentage that you're worsening right. your odds just by touching, because you're touching stuff all the time. Right. You know, I, like, I, very little, from a germ standpoint, very little scares me. The only thing that scares me, uh, whips out a story, maybe you can find it coming up, about super gonorrhea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I read just, that whole thing. Not really? just regular gonorrhea. Right. Super gonorrhea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait, can guys get that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, apparently so can you. Yeah. Wait, I don't know. Uh-huh. Everyone can get it. Uh-huh. Uh, find super gonorrhea. We'll Got get it, up, right? Yeah. We'll get to that coming up. <laughs> New study says the polar vortex, we were just talking weather, the polar vortex, the upside is it may have killed off the majority of the stink bug population. Mm-hmm. Yes. So there's that. Have you ever found stink bugs in some of the strangest places? Honestly. No, I, I find them in normal places. I found them in my, you know, you pull the, the lint trap out of the dryer, and there were two in the lint trap. The stink bug, or what's it called? Stink, stink bug. bug. Okay, now I also have How'd had. How they get in there? I have had incidents like there, that, there, but there's only. There's a picture of a stink bug. I've only noticed them in the last two or three years. Did yep. they just get invented? Because I cannot. They're, nah, they're everywhere. Just, they're probably, you know, like how you get the um, cicadas every five years or whatever. There's probably a stink bug rotation cycle. Maybe too. there is. And maybe they the polar vortex ended bad. it. Well, let's go down to, uh, to Chile and talk about a bunch of Chilean things. A Chilean barrel maker has trained dogs to prevent tainted wine. So the dog can go right up to the Chilean wine barrel, give it a sniff, and go, that's bad. I had some of the best Chilean wine of my life last yeah. year when we were in Mexico. I wonder if it was sniffed by a dog. No. Dogs can do everything. Chilean soccer team has now donned delicious new uh, uniforms featuring French fries for numbers. They're sponsored by McDonald's, and oh their numbers God. are French fries. That's so cute. If you're going to have jersey sponsorships like that and yeah. look like a NASCAR driver, you might as well make it look fun. Yeah, for sure. Florida man slaps woman with a bowl of chili. Slaps her with a bowl of chili? Yeah, in Escambia, Florida, according to the arrest report, uh, October 26th, the victim told police she was in a park car with her boyfriend. When 33-year-old Gerald Jenkins approached, Jenkins then asked the victim who was in the car with her, and the victim stated she said it was her boyfriend. Jenkins took out a bowl of chili and slapped her with it. (laughs) I don't know how he took out a bowl of chili, but but he did. Okay. Did she know? Let's stay in Florida for a minute or two. Florida man arrested for concealing his identity with his dirty underpants. How do you do that? Like he put it on his well, face? He took off his dirty he put underpants his pants and over his put head? his dirty underpants over his head to conceal his identity. Desperate times. Yeah. In Manatee. Manatee County, Florida. J. Roger Davis was arrested using a scream-type mask, which turned out to be a pair of his dirty underpants. Oh, I'm sorry, not his. A pair of dirty women's underwear to conceal his identity in public. Oh. oh. Well, those are a little more dainty, you know. You need you do better off with the men's don't, underwear. Don't Cover try more. to make it okay that he put dirty underpants okay. on his head. I'm don't just go, saying, oh, well, those are daintier, so it's all right. If he used men's underwear, it might cover his whole face. <laughs> I think that would probably be, make him a better criminal. Uh, and finally, oh, no, wait, we got two more. Uh, police break into art gallery after mistaking dummy for a corpse. They were doing some kind of like oh, art with dummies. Okay, and they thought, and oh, God, there's a dead guy in there. That's <laughs> okay. just art. Oh, no. That was just art. Okay. And finally, on Tidbit Wednesday, Chrissy Teigen, or do you say Teigen, chipped her tooth while filming Family Feud. Thank you, Melissa, from Page Six. You're welcome. The 33-year-old model revealed on Twitter and Instagram that she and husband John Legend recently filmed an episode of Family Feud. Uh, They say that during the time, though, uh, I don't know exactly what happened, but she ended up chipping her tooth during her time on Family Feud. 
Yep. We should be seeing that one coming up very soon. Right? Yeah. I want to go on that show. You know, earlier we talked to a woman who uh, redid Steve Harvey's place, host of Family Feud, right? right? Yeah. The Eric in the Morning with Melissa and Whip podcast, downloadable every weekday. This is 101.9 FM, The Mix, on the web at WTMX.com and via podcast. This holiday, whether you're making a Fred Meyer Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Fred Meyer has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Ready? I'll be right there. It's happening. Take I-5 South. You are on the fastest route. Mom says, OMG, I'll let everyone know. You have arrived. Honey, I'm, I'm right here. She's doing great. We're almost there. She's perfect. Hey, baby girl. The whole world can't wait to meet you. Live larger with more coverage. Share your news, big and small, on AT&T, the network that now covers more than 99% of Oregonians. Visit your AT&T store to learn more. Coverage isn't available everywhere based on third-party data. 